0: Bingoes. Motto of the show: Let your Greek flag fly.
1: Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts,
0: Kathy K and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous podcast. You're uh,
1: listening to Kathy K and Tommy. How you doing? Are you Tommy G or just Tommy?
0: I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think just Tommy. Kathy uh, K. And Tommy is like ridiculous.
0: Yeah, there's too many. You yeah. don't get a last name. No, I'm just Tommy.
1: Yeah, you're Tommy. Just in case I have to get a new Tommy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're listening to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. And if you have a problem or a question or what else could people call in about? A gripe, an issue you want to talk about with a us. A
0: funky situation that you're in.
1: Yeah, a fucked up situation a fucked that you're in. fucked up situation, Or a yeah. funky situation since I'm not allowed to Email us. Email us at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com, and uh, we'll have you on our next show. There you go. That's great. Yeah, isn't it?
0: I like it, and <laughs> I like the fact that the swear jar just got a little bit more <laughs> money in it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Too bad I don't carry cash. No more, huh? No, cash is very outdated. I've told you this before.
0: Uh, cash is a sign of a...
1: Put your mic <laughs> Yeah, I'm
0: right there. Yeah.
1: Cash is a sign of what?
0: Cash is a sign, you know, y- like, like you and many others because I'm a small business owner. Oh, uh, we went
1: over this already. Hookers and prostitutes no drug dealers need cash. And no, and you I'm made a good point. No, there are some illegal things that people like to do that you need to exchange monies
0: also, for. Also, <laughs> people who pay taxes and a lot of taxes don't want things to go on record. Cash, when you pay with cash, it's over with. It's done. So
1: what are you trying to say? You want to put on, on uh, tape right now that you...
0: No, You're doing no, I'm, I'm not things? doing anything. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> no. Anyway,
1: so let's talk about our caller. Our right. caller today is another Joe. I feel like we've had a lot of Joes. I don't know how we're airing these, but this might be our fourth Joe or second Joe or first Joe. Um, this is Joe, and his original question goes something like this. Do you think women are overly cautious when it comes to following up with dates? with a stranger, I'm not sure how to best word it. I also like to talk about the roles of each gender in modern times when it comes to establishing connections and relationships. We live in a world where equal rights is something we strive for and women are catching up with or exceeding men in a lot of areas. But as a man, I feel like the act of courting, in quotes, or seducing is something that women rely on men to do, mainly because they're fearful or maybe because they're fearful um, of the risk and rejection of all blah, blah blah. I don't know. This is so boring to me and I feel like because he's 60 and he doesn't understand social media like I just wonder most of the time I like to guess I like to guess how old this guy is. I, I, I asked them to give me their age and their gender and their question. He just sent me he this long winded weird thing and he didn't give me an age. I say 58. What do you say? I mean, like, because what do you mean, d- dating in this time period? Does what do you he say mean 58? like online?
0: Seeing how you're usually wrong with an, <laughs> the age guessing game.
1: Why have I tried? I'm going to go with
0: thirty four.
1: Thirty <laughs> four. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't good. I've I've been bad before.
0: Yeah, remember you thought that guy was. Uh, Well, let me tell you, I always like...
1: Yeah, and there's something about tall guys. Like, in person... Okay, through an email, it's hard to gauge. But I'm also really shitty at telling age in person. Like, I always think tall guys are old. Like, I can't believe, like, a guy that's 25 would be, like, 6'4". But there's a lot of 25-year-olds that are 6'4". I always feel like if they're really tall, they have to be old. Like, there was this guy... The growing
0: process takes a lot of years?
1: No, there was this guy at the gym that I that I was so into, Jim from the gym, J-I-M from the G-Y-M.
0: And you were not chapter, sweating?
1: Chapter, my last chapter of my book. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sweating at the gym. And I was after <laughs> him. No, I was after him. I wanted him. And uh, he was gorgeous. And I was like, I couldn't figure out his age, right? And I didn't, I knew I was about to turn 40, and I felt like he needed to be in his 30s for me to feel like it was okay to go after him. And uh, so I called my friend up, Courtney, one day. I call her Cutney. But I'll say Courtney, Cutney, Yeah, she's a cunt. Okay. Cuntney, um, I called up Cutney and I said, hey, Cutney, can you meet me at the gym? I want you to, like, put on your gym clothes and stuff, and I have two things for you to do at the gym. Not one of them is going to be working out, okay? And so she came to the gym, and I said, the first thing is, you tell me how old you think that guy is over there. And she's like, I think he's 25. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way he's 25. Like, I totally changed Cuntney's mind. I was like, there's no, don't you think he's 32? Look how tall he and is. Like, his muscles. Shut up. Don't know my story. So then I'm like, look at his <laughs> muscles. OK, and she's like, and he's so tall in his face. And so she finally she's like, OK, he's like 34. I was like, OK, great. So now I want you to follow him home from the gym when he leaves, because I want to know where he lives so I could like walk, you know, because we're in the same neighborhood, obviously, because we go to the same gym, because I want to walk past <laughs> his building. That's how I figured I would make my move, because I didn't think I would be able to make the move in the gym. And so she did follow him home. The minute he left, she went. She was on the phone with me, like APB. Like I had an APB on the hot gym guy who was not supposed to be 25. And uh, he didn't go home. He went to the tanning salon. (laughs) Swear to God. Oh, no. Swear to God. (laughs) And it turned out I wound up getting him. I wound up hooking up with him. And I met him at the gym. I had to do my business at the gym. And it turned out he was 25. Courtney was
0: right. She was right.
1: Yeah, I'm always wrong. With about age. age, yeah. Yeah, you're saying I'm right about everything else?
0: Absolutely. I'm here to agree with you.
1: Okay, well, what I want to talk to you <laughs> about while we're waiting for Joe to call is I want to talk about, like, because you just had a baby, and my brother just had a baby, and I see a pattern with you two, and I feel like I want to make a very big, broad statement just because of you two guys. And is this like, going to be offensive? No, I just want to know. You go on a lot of hunting trips. Yeah. And my brother goes on a lot of, quote, unquote, fishing trips, okay? Okay. And he does this now that he has a newborn. And I've I've known you a long time, Tommy, and I've never known you to go hunting. And now all of a sudden you're hunting like my brother's fishing. And I'm just wondering as if you guys are just trying to get away from your babies.
0: Uh, No, not at all. (laughs) That (laughs) sounded so... Shady.
1: Fake. No, that was so fake, Tommy. No, not at all. Don't be fake.
0: Before... I used to do a lot of fishing trips. You know... uh, You're not fishing. You're hunting. Are you going to let me explain how we get from fishing to hunting? Yes. Okay. No, but
1: I don't want the reason. I just want to to know about... Are you trying to get away from your baby?
0: No. Your wife? No, not at all. I mean, I'm trying to get a little... Well, I'm trying to get a little separation from work in the city. And especially when you go hunting, you're in a stand in the woods by yourself for several hours. Mm -hmm. And it's... It relaxing. Your, it clear. Yeah, it's relaxing. It clears your head.
1: Right, changing all those diapers. Yeah, i listen, I don't mind that.
0: I mean, I really don't mind. Oh, that. I was
1: a joke because I figured you're not even doing
0: that. No, I do a lot. Oh.
1: oh. <laughs> no,
0: I don't. I don't mind changing diapers. I, you know, I was with my son all day today. I just
1: think I see a pattern. I remember when I was working at a at a gig and my boss, who I loved. Um, had a newborn baby and i was like yes like he's never gonna be in the office right like that's what i really thought and then that fucker never left the office he was in earlier he left later and i was Mm. like shit why didn't i think (laughs) of this he doesn't want to be home with that little bit once they start talking and they're really cute it's one thing you know and they have more of a personality but when they're infants i don't think that there's a bond as much maybe with the guy because he never and he was a good dad and a great guy but he never wanted to go home once he had that baby and you know i could tell that there was like problems with him and his wife they were always getting in fights i think it's like a hard first year
0: the yeah it's difficult because especially our you know someone's first child Mm -hmm. it's it's everything's new anything you knew before your life yeah is completely different right it's like the right when he came out someone flipped on a switch and that's all I can worry about 24-7.
1: Yeah, and her too. And then, you know, what happens is, like, all of a sudden, you're not, like, her main pri- priority.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, she's there with him all day, and I'm at work, and I'm doing things, and, you know, she's...
1: And then you're going hunting on top of it. Does <laughs> she get
0: pissed at um, She doesn't, you know, I'm not going to say she's happy about it, but no, she doesn't like when I leave the house for a couple nights. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you go
1: right, that's like my brother. He goes on these broke back fishing trips.
0: I broke back. Well,
1: I, I believe he's <laughs> g- having gay sex on his fishing trips because he always goes with this guy who's very good looking. So I'm like, if my brother is gay, he's totally hooking up with like hawkeyes. <laughs> his fishing partner's really good looking. But he's married too, and I think that they're having gay sex. And then once he posted a video on Facebook of like their cabin. It wasn't even a cabin, it was like a trailer. I don't know, but and th- it had
0: and one bed.
1: Ty, st- why do you always ruin my stories? Sorry, yeah, you're like, you're like, uh, like that's not good, that's like the punchline, but yeah, you're right, <laughs> <laughs> you're like the psychic joke teller. Like, yes, e- there was only one bed, and I was like, Why do I only see one bed? He's like, <laughs> Of course, I had to say that out loud on and he was like, It's um, there's a pull out couch. <laughs> Uh, I mean, do you believe that? I don't know.
0: I'm, uh, There are pull catches, couches. Maybe they had one. I mean, I go hunting with my dad and my brother.
1: Yeah, but he always goes with this one guy, and he goes all the time, and he leaves so much. But my sister thinks he's addicted to fishing. I think he's addicted to cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's horrible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wish he was gay. Like, I think that would be so interesting because my brother's kind of, like, uninteresting in a lot of ways. He's just, like, this regular, average guy, and... He's kind of dull and it would just totally change things up. I wish that would be such a great turn in this book of our family story. It would take the heat (laughs) off of you. My heat has (laughs) been off of me, let me tell you, for a long time, okay? The shit that has come out, you know, like life is like a book. You never know what's going to happen in the next chapter. The stuff that comes out in families, like they change. So if, you know, five chapters from now, my brother's gay, I would love that. It would be so much more interesting than not being gay and just being. How he is now? A fisherman,
0: <laughs> yeah, chronic, <laughs> yeah,
1: addicted to, addicted to silence. That's <laughs> literally what he's addicted to—like nothing, <laughs> peace and quiet. I mean, I get that, but uh, yeah, he has no tolerance, and he leaves his girl and her baby, and uh, that's that. So you know, you're going hunting. Yeah. or Are you giving blowjobs? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on your hunting job I'm hunting. Are you hunting with your dad or Hawkeyes?
0: Uh, I'm hunting with my dad and my brother. Oh, okay. So there's definitely no action there. you don't hunt together. I mean, you're on different parts of the property.
1: Right. I think my brother... Do you think my brother and this guy go fishing together? He goes fishing when it's raining. He goes fishing places where he can't get any cell phone service. That's the whole thing about you and my brother with the hunting and the fishing. I I thought it was the same thing because you don't have any cell phone service. And then he has no cell phone service. So that's the other pattern I forgot about. There's no way to contact you guys when you're you're in in the middle middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere.
1: Yeah, so you really can be having gay sex and nobody would know. <laughs> I mean, it if, would be if, the perfect... Yeah, that's what uh, you wanted broke to. Brokeback Mountain is genius. It's a Brokeback... I mean, they should have never made that movie because they're just outing so many people. It is the greatest <laughs> thing to do if you want to have a Brokeback
0: <laughs> fishing trips. <laughs> totally. I love that.
1: Well, didn't you ever see the movie?
0: I, I didn't watch it, no. Oh,
1: that's why you have no idea what I'm talking no, about. No, I know Brokeback Mountain. I get right, it. Right, right. You know, they always went fishing and, and that's, uh, that was the thing, quote uh, unquote. Camping. You no, know, it's fishing. Okay, <laughs> like my brother <laughs> and Henry Winkler.
0: No. Yeah. That's so so
1: Joe's coming. In. Yeah. So listen, Joe's calling in. I want to tell you that the other guy with the really big penis. Yeah. Um, keeps calling. Uh, I mean, keeps emailing me. He's a guy that I want to send in a picture. His problem is that his dick is too big. Um, and uh, he keeps emailing me. He's trying to get like establish a rapport with me, and um. I'm not. I'm trying to go there, but not go there. But I really want to like swindle him into sending me a picture of it. You can do the it. Pi- yeah, I know. I, I'm working on it. All right. You know, I'm glad that he keeps emailing, and I email him back, and I'm always very professional. Um, but if there's any dick pic guys out there. Like, guys that are into dick pics or into that whole thing, like Anthony Weiner thing, I would love to hear from you. <laughs> Definitely email like, us.
0: I'd love to see your picture, Kathy. No, it's not <laughs> about the picture. It's about
1: the mentality. I think it's very interesting. I think a lot of people don't know what's behind it. I know a couple of guys that are into it, and I've talked to them, and they give me their, you know, thing. But I would love to talk to a real guy about it because people have their own ideas about it. Some people, if you don't understand, like, you're not a dick pic guy, and you don't get it. Not but I'm it. sure if you talk to another guy that is, he might give you the idea or or give you a reason of why it's interesting and maybe you'll turn into a dick pic guy
0: who me well
1: you know what this dick pic guy told me
0: i'd be like honey look
1: no yeah you could send it to her while you're in bed
0: yeah i was you can either see the real uh, thing or i could text you maybe that'll be fun yeah i'm sure that will go over real well
1: yeah while you're watching the biggest loser in the living room and she's changing the baby's diapers you could just send her pictures of
0: your here's a dick pic yeah
1: just just send them randomly
0: you know what i'll try that tonight when i go home
1: yeah, try it. Try it right now. Send her one right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not at home. I'm out somewhere. But here's no, a picture of my tell hard you what penis. <laughs> my,
1: what, let me tell you what a oh, like what a professional dick pic man told me. He told me this. He said, you know, Kathy, what I noticed, because he was like, you think I like sending my dick. It's not a, He's like, it's not about that. He said, I realized a long time ago that if I sent a dick pic to a girl and said, oh, I really trust you and I'm sending this to you, she would feel... Like, the, the the trust between us is enough that she would all of a sudden start sending me pictures. So he found that he sends one dick pic, and then the floodgates are open, and it's just naked pictures galore of the girls. And I was like, that's kind of genius. Okay. Yeah. So that's the thing. So I, I think maybe that's the Anthony. I don't know if that's the other. I think there's more to it, you know, than just that.
0: I think there's some kind of self thing with it you know what i mean yeah that
1: mouse thing that i talked about in the past like are they showing some sort of a obsession with that phallic part of their body and dysfunction but um it it does make sense though what he said that if you send it to a girl and then she's like oh let me show you a picture of my tits and then you're getting just tons of picture and that's like his porn you know that's how he gets it that's how he gets off he doesn't understand that that's not the girl's porn
0: yeah no not
1: really no no
0: i mean if you're into amateur pics right what no when the girls send you pictures real life no no
1: no I'm saying the girl doesn't care that much about the dick pics as much as the guys care about the pics of the girls interesting what do you don't know that girls aren't as visual than guys most girls aren't like getting really turned on by a picture of a guy's dick guys of course can't help themselves to see a naked woman's body a woman can handle herself seeing a naked man
0: okay yeah Okay, you believe me? I believe you. Are you
1: trying to act not gay because of these g- g- broke back hunting trips you're going on? You're trying to act <laughs> so not gay, okay? <laughs> you own a gay bar. Like, you know, you're open. What do you mean you don't know that girls are like that? Don't be afraid of sounding gay.
0: What are you talking about?
1: I don't know. I felt like you were answering that question a little bit weird because <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to seem like you're into like dudes. Are tagging
0: me? Yes. I'm not the one fishing with Winkleman.
1: I know that's my gay brother. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the
0: name of the guy who played Fonzie?
1: Yeah, Henry Winkler. He's a big avid fisherman, quote unquote.
0: <laughs> hey, so your brother's fishing with Fonzie?
1: No, he doesn't go with him. He just he's another fisherman that I know of besides my brother. <laughs> and the two fictitious characters in Brokeback Mountain. Was that a true story? I have no idea. No, but it was genius because I bet you it was. You know, there's guys that do that. So anyway, so we'll be um, right back with Joe, the eighty-six year. How old did you say? I think he's you. Oh, you said thirty-four. Yeah, and I say he's. um,
0: Would you say fifty something?
1: Yeah, fifty-four. Okay. No, fifty-four or sixty-four. He's just really old. I think he's really effing
0: old. We'll just go with the over and under, and I'll take the under.
1: Okay. Do you want some tea before I, um, before the call?
0: Um, I would love some tea, but promise me you won't spit in it.
1: Oh, God. I, don't, I haven't spit in people's drinks in like 20 years. You don't years. do it anymore? No. I did. I must admit to the callers that I was. My friends used to call me the mad spitter because spitting in people's drinks Ugh, was it's horrible. I know it is horrible. I, I, right now I say it's horrible. But when I was younger, it was the solution to all my problems. <laughs> I swear to God if I was really mad for you <laughs> it worked out fine I once though got fired from a job because they caught me spitting in people's drinks and um but it really would take the edge off like if I was really really mad at somebody um I would spit in their drinks and they would make me feel better it was the only way to get rid of my anger I was like an, an unruly child I something was wrong with me I remember that my first person I spit in the drink was this w- manager I had when I worked remember G&G when I was stealing that guy's stuff and When I worked in the mall, I was working in G&G shops. And my manager was really mean to me. And then she had the nerve to ask me to go upstairs and buy her an orange soda. I remember it was specifically orange. (laughs) And I spit so (laughs) much in her drink. Because I was like, this bitch is being so mean to me. And now she's ordering me around to be her slave. Does she not think I'm going to spin her drink? So I spin her drink. And and you want to know what happened? It was so easy for me to then go downstairs and be nice to her. Because I knew I had spit in her drink, so then I could be nice to her. But her. without that, I would have been so mean, and I would have got fired. So it really did help me. Does that make sense in a <laughs> weird way? Expense. Yeah, no, it does. But uh, yeah, and then still when I, And then when I was working in bars, I used to <laughs> spit in people's drinks. That's what you remember. That's the Kathy spitter that You're you remember. Revengeful. I was, and I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to deal with my feelings of any kind of like anything other than happiness. I didn't know what to do. So spitting would help people call me the mad spitter. I was fired from a bar that I worked at because I spit in a coworker's drink and someone told on me. Is that ridiculous? That's crazy. I don't know what's worse, being a narc and a tattletale or a spitter. I'd rather be a spitter than a tattletale. Well, how about you?
0: I'd have to go with spitter. Right? I don't like rats. No,
1: me neither. Someone told on me that I spit in this girl's drink and I was <laughs> I was fired. I mean, that's really <laughs> humiliating. And the weird thing is, is that owner of that bar, I swear to God. I spit in people's drink, like, so many years ago. He's friends with a friend of mine, and I I met him. And anytime I've seen him in these 20 years that have gone by, he's been so rude to me. And I'm like, he can't still hate me because I spit in someone's drink when I was in my 20s. You know, I'm in my 40s now. Like, there's no way someone holds something, you know. But sure enough, I saw him at my friend's birthday party, and I I decided to try to – because my friend said, yeah, he is mad at you for that. So I apologized to him. (laughs) And he said, okay, and then he treated me fine. He was literally still mad at me from that. And I didn't even spit in his drink.
0: Yeah, it wasn't his. I don't know. It's weird. And so you anyway, didn't deny it.
1: I couldn't deny it. I was told. I was told on it. I would have denied it if I could. I was. T- I. I think I was just so busted. There was nothing I do because it wasn't just the girl. It was the girl and her boyfriend. I only told two people. Of that f- that I spit in this uh, girl's drink and both witnesses. of them yeah and just so you know those people were like dealing drugs in the in the place and everything and I could have totally ratted them out but I was just a spitter I wasn't a rat I didn't rat them out I took my you know I took the hit I was fired and that was okay I hated that job anyway you know it was time yeah it was the time for me to exit but that's a humiliating <laughs> way. Mad spitter with her head down, uh, walking out of her job. <laughs> yeah, I don't spit in people's drinks. It's awful. Do not spit in people's drinks, even if you're angry. That would be my advice. But, well, it did help. But um, you were revengeful, too, Tommy. Like, mm. I remember. I mean, you're a revengeful person. You did worse than spitting. I remember. Do you remember the lemon story? Yes. You do? I'm going to tell, I, I, tell it because I'm going to tell it. I was drinking. It was this is my drinking days. It was at the end. It was towards the end of my drinking days. I met you towards the end, probably the last year. And uh, Tommy was working in a bar, and he was the bartender. And I needed a drink, and Tommy wasn't paying attention to me. And we all know that I need uh, to be paid attention to <laughs> when I was younger. Like you know, I didn't have no patience. And so, in order to get Tommy's attention, I started whipping lemons at his head from across the bar. Like he was at one end of the bar, I was at the other, and this was a long bar. And I have very good aim. Right? Yeah. I really believe that I think that I hit your head like 10 times. No, you hit
0: my head. You hit, you know, and I was your trying friend. to talk to customers at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so I was whipping lemons at your head while you were trying to do your job. Yeah. You weren't spitting in people's drinks. No. You were just serving uh, drinks like a good, clean bartender would do. Washing my hands, just everything. spitting those drinks. <laughs> and I was whipping lemons at your head. And you um, didn't do anything. You sat there. You p- did your d- business. And... Um, and then when you were done doing your business, and I was done with the lemons, because I think I used up all the there lemons. There was none left. There was no lemons left. You walked over to me, and you looked at me. Shit, Joe's calling right now. Okay, we'll be right back with Joe on the air, and we'll finish the story in a minute. Be right back.
0: Do you have a story? lifestyle?
1: Hi Joe, you're on the air with Kathy and Tommy. Uh, hey guys. Hi. Sorry, I got to lower you a little bit. Hello? Hello? Joe? Can you hear me? Yeah, we could totally hear you. We're just a little too loud. You just caught us in the middle of a story, so I'm just going to finish the story real quick. I'm sorry, Tommy. What you did was you came over to me. Tommy, me and Tommy worked worked at a bar, and I'm just going to tell you, Joe, what we were just talking about. He was working in a bar, and I was like a drunken mess 10 years ago. And I was trying to get his attention, so I was whipping lemons at his head. And... uh, he didn't do anything, and Tommy, you walked over to me, you didn't say a word, and then you took the water The soda thing. gun. Yeah, and you squirted the water in my face. I soaked It was her. hilarious. It was good. So anyway, that was Tommy's revenge. So, so what's hey, up, Joe? Hey, Joe, we're a little confused at your question. I read your email to Tommy, and he didn't really understand what, you, what kind of info you were looking for or what you wanted to discuss. So why don't you let us know?
2: Um, I, I guess uh, the follow-up question that I had, um, which was... I feel that um, you know in the modern world in the twenty first century and everything with all of the equal rights stuff that's going on, men and women are you know women are catching up to men and even passing uh, men in a lot of areas of life, not even not only like education and career um, but other you know a lot of other things as well mm-hmm. uh, but i feel I feel like the world is moving into the 21st century but uh dating and meeting people and courtship i don't know a good word for it is not and it's still kind of stuck in the 20th century oh interesting so i I'm, wanted yeah that, that was like kind of the uh, i just want to get your thoughts on well that.
1: what's your deal joe first of all how old are you
2: Uh, I'm 24, so... I'm always wrong.
0: Kathy's always (laughs) wrong. She thought you were like some old dude not being able to date in the new world.
1: Yeah, I literally, I try to make guesses of where, like who the person's going to be, you know, because all I get is an email from you, right? You didn't give me your age. Sometimes people do. So my guess was that you're like, you're a guy that lived in the olden days, like, you know, and when things were very different and then everything changed and the internet came and you're like 60 now and you don't know how to date. But turns out you're 24.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
1: <laughs> and and you're seeing things change in your own little lifetime so much that you don't you don't feel like the. I mean, you've always. I mean, as far as dating is concerned in your life, it's always been online dating, right? Or what is dating to you?
2: Um, well, I mean, like you say, I'm young, so I don't know what dating was like, you know, ten, twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. But I think the common sentiment is that. Um you know, something more traditional, like it's up to the guy to impress the woman and you know, upon first meeting, it's up to the guy to prove value to uh, to her and that she then decides whether uh, she's interested or not. And I maybe it's just because I have, I come from a guy's point of view that I feel that there's a lot of burden and pressure on us men to pull that weight.
1: Let me and ask you this, well, Joe. How do you feel about yeah. having to pay the tab? Sorry? How do you feel about also having to pay that tab at the end of the date?
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I, mean, I, this I know, is my know favorite that I've topic. never been bought a drink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hell, <laughs> what? Yeah,
2: what
1: no. about that? No. You, what were you going to say about that, Joe?
2: No, I said I, I know I've never uh, been bought a drink before or had the tab picked up after first date.
1: Right, so. and but do you think that it's not fair, and that a woman should pick up the ta- half of the tab?
2: I, I don't think it's necessarily not fair. I mean, I know that I will always offer and prefer to pay the tab after after most dates, really. This but, is um, right. At least at the beginning. At least at the beginning. Let me tell but. you
1: what I tell a lot of guys that they don't understand. If you don't have a, like a didn't have a long term girlfriend, or you didn't grow up with sisters, or you have no girlfriends what you what guys don't understand when they bring up this thing about having to pay for the tab that before like by the time a girl shows up to a date she's put Over $100 into that date as well. She gets her hair done. She gets her nails done, a manicure, a pedicure. She waxes her cooch. She buys a new outfit. She gets new shoes. It could cost her a couple hundred dollars before she shows up, okay? A girl definitely invests in a date if she likes a guy, for sure. Every girl wants to show up looking good and looking her best. So she always spends a couple bucks, on that date before she gets there, so it is totally the appropriate for the man now to spend some money because there's no way you're getting your hair done or paying for anything before you show up. You're not buying a new outfit, are you? Before you go on a date, maybe. Really? You never oh, know. that's cute. <laughs>
0: Did, Joe, do you date regularly?
2: Uh, I wouldn't say regularly. No.
0: All right. I mean, uh, are you out? You know, in your 20s now? Are you sleeping with lots of girls or frequently? Not so frequently.
2: Not so frequently.
0: All right.
1: No, but so your thing is is that you want women to be yeah, like, since
2: I mean,
0: they're more no, aggressive like
1: the, in life. You want them to be more aggressive in relationships.
2: I'm talking more like even like the initial connection, the initial meeting a person. I feel like they tend to take this back seat like I'm the woman. You impress me. You know, you in- seduce me. And... That's how we'll proceed. And even even not in like a bar atmosphere, even in just general casual relationships like taking sex out of it, I think women are more hesitant or fearful to...
1: Have a personality? Where do you live?
2: take, take it upon themselves to uh, make something happen with a, a guy they're, they're interested in.
1: I think, I don't know. Where do you live, Joe?
0: General area.
2: Sorry?
1: Where do you live? I live in New York. You're in New York City? Yeah. You're in New York City, and you don't find girls to be totally aggressive and, like, making passes and stuff at you, and, like, you know, it surprises me because I know a lot of younger women, and I'm friends with them, and I feel like so many of them nowadays are chasing guys and trying to make shit happen with guys, and personally, I don't think that that's the way it should be. I do believe just in nature that it is normally a man's thing when he feels the urge that he likes a woman To try to impress her, to try to win her over, to try and chase her and get her. Though there are some men that aren't like that, but most men are. And most girls, I think sometimes... They don't like when a guy is too much on a date because normally the you know the girl wants to talk about herself too. And I feel like most women complain about the opposite that you say, that they feel like the man is doing too much of the pitching and trying to make shit happen and she doesn't really able to get a word in edgewise. But it seems like you see everything as opposite and it's very surprising to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm still new to the city, so uh, I don't really Where do you have come like, a from. System um i lived in charlotte north carolina okay
1: you know, i need to on a scale of one to ten how hot are you
2: uh
1: like are you a four or a no, three? no no okay like, i don't
2: think <laughs> that I've might be your problem that, now <laughs> no 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 I'm, actually i'm definitely above average you're right.
1: above average looking at how tall are you
2: six one
1: so you're tall let me job. tell you you're huge like, Wait, let me tell you, six, one in New York, you're like already, even if you were a four, right now you'd be at a six. Seven. Seven with yep. the height alone but, because you well, can't let,
2: stop let me, me, What? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you guys?
1: Tommy is how old?
0: I'm going to be uh, 38. And I'm
2: 44. Well, you know, there's a 20-year 20, 20 gap here, and I, I think that there's... Different. I mean, I think that things are different. At, you uh, know what? I, I think that the, I think the millennials, and I think my generation handles a lot of things differently. Totally. One, quite, one hundred and fifty really thousand percent
1: different. You're totally right. You think women
2: are what? Tightening up. Just in That's general. That's
1: interesting to me because I don't see that, but it's interesting that you say that.
0: You know why? I, I actually agree with you, Joe. You want to know why? I probably why the women are tightening up because of the online dating. It's like you're a woman, you put your thing on there, and you're just flooded with guys coming to you. So when they go out, they, they think that it should be the same way there. Um, but isn't it
1: the same for guys in their inbox? My brother no. told me when he was online, it ruined it. women for him because he'd be online. He'd meet a hot girl. He'd go out with her. He'd fuck her the first night. And then he'd come home and he there would be 10 more in his inbox just like her. And it's like he was like he. And actually, the problem was like, is. He was like, I don't know. He <laughs> was just like he kind of there was something depressing about it to him because it was just like an endless supply. You but don't get that. I,
0: I just think that uh, I think they're becoming lazy. What? Women? No, just like the dating scene has just been, you know, they it's been put on cruise control with all the online dating and everything. So the mentality when you get out to the real world before, you know, oh
1: maybe yeah, maybe your generation doesn't know how to talk in person because everything texting, is done via
0: text. and no one has knows how to has social skills. Do you think that could be a Joe? I uh, I mean
2: that's part of it because we're we're the internet generation. But I mean I know I me personally I don't. I don't do online dating. I know I know it's very popular, but I know um you know I know some people who don't really rely on that. Okay,
1: but uh, let me but ask you I'm this, how did you find me? How did you find me on Craigslist?
2: Um exactly Uh, just admit it
1: joe you're totally listen nobody knows who the hell you are no one's ever gonna know who this is totally anonymous the name of the podcast by the way is strictly anonymous so nobody is ever outed nobody on the call is who that they are nobody knows anything and we do that on purpose because we want people to be truthful so truthfully and I've had every kind of call. We have guys that call up and they're into bondage and they have wives and they're talking about it. Like, I mean, you, there's, you know, there's no outing anything that we haven't heard before. Um, so what were you on Craigslist for?
2: Um, I like reading misconnections because I think they're interesting.
1: Oh, is that where you found me on Miss Connections? Yeah. So what is misconnections? It's like about people that like bumped into somebody and they liked them, but they couldn't meet them there.
2: Uh, I think in reality it's that, but no one it doesn't ever work you right. just kind of so it's just a little thing that you do and for fun but I think the chances of something actually happening are incredibly slim. Okay because but Tim are you how, telling the maybe, truth
1: is that do you swear that it was misconnections and you weren't really looking like maybe for like a hookup or something online on Craigslist or something else I mean I don't I, know
2: I don't think I would trust. Someone from Craigslist to have
1: casual sex with. Yeah, and I don't think you could find. We've had other guys on call, and I don't think you could get. I don't think a lot. I think a lot of guys are on there looking for stuff, but I don't think a lot of girls go on there. So where do you do most of your dating? These girls that you go out with that you feel like are kind of lame and aren't really changing with the times and aren't really aggressive and want you to do everything. Where do you meet those girls? Are you doing online? What like where do you post your stuff? Are you on? I mean, I
2: haven't. I haven't dated uh, since I moved to New York, but in Charlotte, the scene there is pretty much bars only. It's either your workplace or bars. And then there's also intramural intramural sports. I think those are the three big ones.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the girls in New York are totally a lot more aggressive, I feel like, than girls in other places, especially from where you're from. I mean, you haven't, how long have you been in New York for?
2: A month and a half.
1: Oh, God. oh, you're, you're, you're in, like, new the to greatest the city. city in the world. You I wish you could like call. I wish you could just like, we should have him call back in like two months and he's going to be a he's gonna man. Be like, Yeah, I'm yeah, out every night. Yeah, you don't know. I know New York women in your age range. OK, let me tell you a little secret, Joe. OK, you're in the state like there are so many beautiful women in this town. None of these women could get guys to date them because no guy wants to date anyone in this town because there's so many hot girls that they could sleep with. Why would they have a relationship? So if you go into any restaurant next time you going to restaurants in this town you look around and you tell me how many tables full of women with no men you see i mean it's just all over it's no, rampant I, I, I have looked at
2: that i have looked at you that, notice that right it's it's mixed I don't know. I, I noticed that, um, you know, a lot of guys aren't in restaurants unless they're with a girl. Right. But you, there's um, a lot
1: of girls with their friends and there's a lot of single women in this town desperate for a guy. And you're a good guy to catch. We should start a dating line on here, too, because we could pimp <laughs> Joe out because he says he's cute. What was your number on a scale of one to ten?
0: He said above
2: average.
1: Uh, really be honest. Are you a seven? Are you? I'll a six, or I'll give myself
2: a like it. I'll give myself an eight. Nice. Okay, and he's over eight. six feet. Yeah, six so feet, that's so a ten. You're good.
1: Okay. So, and what are you? Are you Jewish? Are you Christian? Like, what's your deal? Uh,
2: no, I don't. I have no affiliation, really. Okay, so he's not really perfect. So he, like, anyone Catholic. can perfect. date him, yep. Right.
1: So you know. So basically, you're. I'm going to give you an eight point seven five. Because he's an eight with a high But I,
2: I mean, I, I also have, I'm, uh, you know, being honest, I have a pretty good job as well. But what it's you- also something that keeps me very, very busy.
1: You're in finance?
2: Uh, No, software. Okay, so you a, make Which it- I think is a negative. I think software is honestly a negative for a lot of women. Why?
0: Mm, I think finance is... No, nothing is. Well,
2: everyone, you know, some people don't like finance because of the type of guys that finance attracts. But software uh, attracts a certain type of guy as well. Nerds. Usually more awkward, not as uh, fun.
0: Yeah, let me tell you something about New York women. They're all attracted to cash.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, uh, that's.
1: Girls. Yeah, you're making me. There's so many girls, Joe, your age in this town that have huge. No, but
2: the yeah. thing is, is I'm all right. So you know, I I agree there. I agree there. But my original point mm-hmm. was that okay, if, if you say that all these girls are desperate for women, why aren't they taking it upon themselves to still find these men and really make an effort to approach them? I mean, switch the gender roles.
1: Well, right, okay, you're men, talking to the wrong the person. Catch, You're talking to the wrong person because we were just talking about how many guys I chased after the gym and and got to sleep with them. Like, I'm a very aggressive woman and I always have been and I've done it in a time and a generation where it was unheard of. I feel like personally nowadays I find a lot of younger women that I know that I'm friends with that are, they're all very aggressive and they chase after guys. I see it a lot. I mean, I think you're just not here long enough and you're not on their radar. But I swear to you, they do chase after guys a lot more than I think that they should personally I don't think that it's a good thing I've always done it because I don't have patience and I'm aggressive and I just if I want something I go after it and I've always been like a dude that way but girls nowadays I feel like they're so there's they are more aggressive because they're more desperate because they're looking and because guys in this town are less available so if you're available and like I mean you just you just need an
0: aggressive girl you know you and, need time He's, you, you just got here I mean I'd say give it a couple of months and you got to put yourself out there if you don't put yourself out, put yourself out there. Put yourself in these situations, um, out at the bars, out at, like, these, uh, what are they called, intramural-style sports or whatever. Put them, you're sports. good.
1: Joe, how have you been yeah. meeting girls lately? Like, in the past month and a half, and you've noticed I have, this I've trend. Been,
2: I haven't. Okay, I mean, so- I've met uh, people through, that where, around where I live, like, through friends of friends, I'd say.
1: Right, but so have you been out to the bars? Are you like a bar scene guy? Do you go out to clubs? The bars like, what's going like, on the weekend yeah,
2: I, I like to go out. It's hard uh, when you don't know anyone here.
1: Right, so do you have guy friends or not yet?
2: um again i'm in I'm in software, so my friends are
0: a little awkward.:
2: <laughs> Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say that just well yeah, 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 I would say that, but I also say just much less social.
1: Right. So basically your like analysis of women and dating comes from it's not from your view from of New
2: Charlotte. York it, it comes from, from Charlotte. A, it comes from a different city. Yeah. It's true. No, that's very true. Yeah, I'm telling so you
0: you got to get acclimated gonna have,
1: to You're not going to have that I I personally think even though I'm from a different generation, I keep in touch with younger people and I have a lot of friends that are younger. I think that the women nowadays are very different and not uh, like you know in that gender role thing like they used to be i feel like women are very aggressive they all the young people are paying for their own the girls are paying their own tabs they're chasing after guys they're calling them even though they're not calling them they're asking them to date like i you know i don't uh i don't know that that hasn't i guess it hasn't caught on in kansas yet but here on the east coast that's the way that it is and because unfortunately for women new york is not a relationship town. Um, girls, it's really hard for them to find relationships. Guys in this town, because once you figure out the secret about New York, Joe, and the secret about New York is you can get laid whenever you want, and there's tons of girls, and they're all ready, willing, and, and able to be with you, you're not. You're going to like never want to settle down. But if you're looking for a relationship, and you're available, and you're a nice guy, I mean... Y- you're gonna have no problem finding a really beautiful girl to to hook up with here because uh, 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 trust me it's New york is full, full of it and full of women with interesting personalities like you say they show up and they don't really talk like maybe the girls in in your sti- the city didn't have personalities i don't i don't really understand that i hear the opposite complaint from women that they go on a date and the guy is just trying to you know bl- bl- blow their own horn the whole time not so much you know and then they can't talk but if you're like a kind of quiet guy that's looking for a girl that's really going to wow you like you're not going to have a problem in new york you're in the right place joe you move to the right city to uh change your view on dating yeah right don't you think i no. I,
0: I i agree with you because uh, like i said you just got here L- give it a little more time get acclimated to the city and you gotta go out. You gotta put yourself in situations where stuff can happen. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna be approached by women. For by sure. women. You
1: have to drink. Do you drink alcohol?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. Of course, you do. You
1: drink. You're gonna go out. Shit's gonna happen. But let me ask you this: Did you put yourself on any like online dating sites? Like that's always, I think, the best thing to do when you move to a new city. Are you on Match or OKCupid I or Plenty of Fish?
2: I probably should, but no, I haven't. Yeah, see, I, I heard Joe, except- fish of- I have before, and I've I haven't had uh, much success at all. Yeah, it's I don't hard. Feel but- like, uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't heard really plenty of fish
0: day. is the spot.
1: I don't know; they're all the same. But that's the one I whatever. Heard. For but there's there's free ones now. I think for the younger people, they do OK Cupid or Plenty of Fish. Is like the the newest one, and you should definitely go on there. I've always find that stuff awkward and weird. It's like you're shopping for toothpaste online. It's a very backwards to me because it's a picture and it's a thing, and I, I don't know. Doesn't work for me, but um, I know a lot of guys that have a lot of success. Tommy was online once, and he had me manage his account. <laughs> yeah, I had a, <laughs> I, I, I hired
0: Kathy <laughs> to manage my account,
1: and I was emailing girls for him. I was terrible at being a guy. Terrible. Yeah, terrible, horrible. And then one time, I emailed a girl back, and instead of writing from Tommy, I wrote from Kathy. <laughs> So, uh, obviously she never wrote him back, but he was very horrified. I think a lot of like you didn't like it, time because you didn't get a lot of girls email. You thought it was like me. You were ugly or whatever. Like you took it a little too personally. I think if you don't take online dating that personally, and you just put It'll it up work. there and just use it as a side thing while you're going out or trying to meet girls, you know, you'll uh, you'll be fine. But I think that, you know, your opinion comes from your old city And I think that what you're sort of have gripes about is going to be totally changed because you move to a, you know, a very different place.
2: All right. And it's not
1: going to be, it's going to be different. We do things We're we're, we just started our podcast and we've just taped a couple shows and then we're going to be doing a where are they now Um, segment eventually just to see so I can't wait to talk to you we're going to make sure that and you know I'll email you when this goes on air and then I want to email or you could email me when start things start to pick up or I'll email you in a couple months yeah we want to check in we want to check in with you I want to see that you're going to tell us that we're totally right and you're going to have like 18 girls that you're banging and you're going to be having a great time and your whole attitude's going to (laughs) change and that's what I want (laughs) to see. that's what I want to see happens Joe I want to see what happens after you've been in New York like I would say six months
2: all right. Put well, uh, out there. If
1: you're an eight, go out there. Tall get it. Man, go get some. Tall, cute guy with a lot of cash. Go outside. <laughs> All
0: right, Joe. Have a good one. All
2: right. Thanks.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: He, I think your analysis for that was right. I mean, he just moved here from, like, nowhere land. He was into- cute,
1: though. I loved how he, like, he was, like, trying to tell us we're wrong and we're too old. But he didn't... Yeah, he really didn't um, have an idea yet. He really mm-hmm. just, like, he's coming from another place. And obviously, because I see what's going on here in New York, and I can't believe... I feel sorry for the younger people, especially the girls. I think that they have changed gender roles. But And they no... do act like men, and yep. I don't think it's good. And like it's I not s- getting them anywhere. And, Tommy... Yes. I think that, obviously, it hasn't seeped out of the city. And it's not... You know, because where was he from again? North Dakota? <laughs> Where is he from? Who's listening here? Uh, where is he from? He's from the Carolinas. Okay. You could pay attention to those stupid details. I'll pay attention <laughs> to the, the details that I'm interested in. I don't care about people's names or that kind but he's from where?
0: Carolina. Is oh, right. The Carolina, North Car- Carolina. Yeah,
1: obviously it hasn't changed her yet. And that's interesting to me. You know, I would never know but what this is I a say- guy That's like making an analysis and he's like on Craigslist reading misconnections about other people's love life as opposed to like putting himself online and looking for dates.
0: Yeah. Poor you know, thing. and I, yeah, I feel for that generation. I think it's numb. They don't know how to talk to each other.
1: Yeah, well, listen, you know, we sound like I never want to sound like like my grandmother sounded when I was young. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it is. what I, I understand I don't that that's their life.
0: No, I understand that. But you have to admit when you were really in the full swing of dating, like in the 90s, uh-huh. it is light years different today than in what it was.
1: Right, but it was still... I didn't even, I didn't even have still, a cell phone. Right, but it still sucked in other ways. It, every, to me, dating is always going to suck, and so, but I think, yes, I personally think it seems like it sucks more, but it is their life, so they don't know any difference, yeah. so it just sucks like it sucked for us.
0: The only part of dating I have to say that's fantastic is the part when you go... Ugh. <laughs> oh, dumb. That is so bad. I think I like.
1: I think that um, texting and all that stuff. Oh, uh, it's
0: too much.
1: It is. It's too much information. TMI. I remember the thing that I used to love when I was younger, and me and my boyfriend would break up. I would love the fact that I could imagine for the first couple of months that he was home. Crying about me and really upset, and he really missed me. And I could be delusional <laughs> enough to think that he's at home just upset about me. And now, you don't know girls get that. Like in two seconds, you you. You're get,
0: on Facebook. Yeah, I know where you he is. See him bringing yeah.
1: pie to his new girl's like mother's house, and you don't. Pie. Have, yeah, like uh, that happened to me actually. Pie. Well, the girl was bringing pie to his mother's house, but that happened like a month after things ended between us. And there's like this new girl from bringing a baked pie to his. Mom. Did I you like, used oh to live God. in Joe's was, town? No, <laughs> <laughs> this is New York. And I'm serious, like shit, like that. Now you never get to even believe that someone ever liked you. Everyone, it just seems like people moved on, and it's just like I love that that world where you could imagine that somebody really cared. And the smart daters,
0: the smart daters. If I, you know, if I was in my early twenties again, what I would do if I was out dating, I would be completely off all social network
1: whatever you can't get that disconnected it's really hard and then you make those rules and regulations and then you find out that your girlfriend has a fake account or you're doing it it's shit like that. once you start to put rules like that on situations it doesn't work you have to it has to be like a free-for-all or not like you just because i think that that's when you get screwed because you say don't do that and she says okay and then somebody does it and then you have like you
0: know no i and not with each rules. other i mean if you're out dating and doing the thing just Delete your Facebook account. You be anonymous. Oh, Oh, okay. Not like, oh, we're in a relationship now. Let's not have Facebook. No, that's when you have Facebook. I mean, but if you're out, like, on the prowl, I think it's a safe way to do it.
1: I can't tell you how many guys try and hit on me on Facebook. Like married guys from high school. Like I get emails <laughs> from them. No, I'm really serious. So Facebook, when you're in a relationship, could lead to naughty things. It just yeah. does. People, men are just on there. Hey, to I haven't seen up. you in a while. Uh, Your get, pictures look even, great. I don't even know. One is my next neighbor. It's really creepy. He just, he did, waited a year. He does it like every couple months and then he, he waited a year. And now he's back again he sends me really dirty emails. And he's married. He was my <laughs> neighbor. And then there's other guys in high school. I don't even know who they are i don't believe that they know who i am but they start to email me and i see pictures of them and their family so i think that stuff sucks in relationships but you know you can't do anything about it that's all right yeah time please don't ever make you made a joke before that was so horrendous the thing about the moaning like don't all try, right don't try like you're funny when you're just being you and you're just being your opinion. like you don't try to be funny <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to be a... <laughs> was that mean for me to say? <laughs> I was just trying to recover from that. It was so bad. Okay, so that was Joe. And I, I, this is why I do like to catch up. Because I think when you take people in one space and time or a problem, it's like one thing. I mean, where's Joe going to be in six months? He's going to be a whore. He's going to just be another New York asshole. He really is. Once he realizes the power of his height and his good looks and his money, he's just going to be another unavailable New York asshole. And it's going to be our fault.
0: (laughs) You just sweet-talked about the guy, and now you just (laughs) broke him down.
1: Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens to him. All right. So uh, I don't have anyone for next call, or I have to send out another ad. So uh, next call will be a surprise for next podcast. All right. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.